I found myself today at a place where I was able to finally confront it and let it go. And it's a pretty, it was a pretty simple process. If I would have known this, I could have spared myself probably a week of feeling unbalanced in my life. And my hope for you is to apply it to yourself if it, uh, if it you know, resonates with you. And I believe if you really do apply it, you'll be able to move through, release, transcend, transmute, whatever's coming up for you a heck of a lot faster. One. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and on this podcast, I talk about the spiritual awakening process and all the different challenges and blessings and experiences that I know a lot of you are going through, but maybe have no one to talk about it with, and you might feel like you're alone in this. Well, I want to let you know you're not alone, and that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I also felt alone and I wanted to put something out there that I never had when I was going through a lot of these ups and downs and, and unique experiences associated with the spiritual awakening process. And my, my essential intention with this podcast is to help people like you learn how to master and navigate your spiritual awakening process so that you can, you can reap all the beautiful benefits that, that I have that I know is in your cards as well. So welcome to my podcast, my friend. It's an honor and a blessing to have you. It's a frozen emotion is an emotion trapped in time. There was probably a time in your life where something happened, usually very unexpectedly, and you were in a very open and impressionable place. That's why a lot of it happens when we are little kids. And anyway, something happened, surprised you, and you felt something and then locked up. It's a frozen emotion. It's a not fully expressed emotion. There's a loop that's been open and not closed, and now it's stuck in your consciousness, stuck in your body. And there are times, especially during potent times like full moons, new moons, when the astrology aligns, where we have greater access to these frozen emotions and therefore a golden opportunity to finally like see them for what they are, feel them for once, and release them out of our body forever, leaving us feeling very liberated, very, very free, more us, more authentic, more aligned. This is something I did to myself just earlier today, and there's only a few simple steps to it. And I'm going to share with you my exact process so you can do the same thing for yourself. I imagine you feel relatively stuck emotionally. Maybe you have the awareness that there are emotions kind of coming up for you that you have been unsuccessful in releasing. And you can feel their presence is negatively impacting your life. I just went through this recently myself. And as an example of this, I had something to process that in the moment I wasn't aware of what it was, but the way it was manifesting for me was a restlessness. And the restlessness was causing me to not sleep. And the lack of sleep was causing me to feel stressed. And this whole a series of symptoms stemming from this unprocessed emotion kind of ensued. And anyway, I found myself today at a place where I was able to finally confront it and let it go. And it's a pretty, it was a pretty simple process. If I would have known this, I could have spared myself probably a week of feeling unbalanced in my life. And my hope for you is to apply it to yourself if it, uh, if it you know, resonates with you. And I believe if you really do apply it, you'll be able to move through, release, transcend, transmute, 
whatever is coming up for you a heck of a lot faster. One of the important things that I believe is a factor for a lot of people is their timing. I know sometimes it, sometimes it really just isn't the time to go into that, whatever it is, because sometimes what we want to release because we feel this you know, anxiety, restlessness, anger, whatever it is on the surface, you want to feel balanced again. You want to feel normal. So it's normal to say like, I, I, want, to, I want to release this. I want to get it out of me. What do I got to do? But sometimes what it is, you're not ready to see, you're not ready to confront, and it would be unnecessarily overwhelming for you. Um, however, there are times where and also times where it's just also difficult to access, even with your best efforts. A lot of this stuff is on a very deep subconscious level where it almost has nothing to do with what we could think about in our mind presently. Our, our brain is limited to, to certain thoughts pertaining normally to like what's going on in our life and what we can immediately recall in our memory and what we can envision in the future. But there's so much more in our subconsciousness, all of it's stored, and we just might not be able to like access it. But during times like eclipses, full moons, no moon, sometimes the astrology can help. Oftentimes if you are getting close to doing like a, a, some type of healing thing for yourself, like if you're going to go drink plant medicine, for example, you know, sometimes months before you're, you're, you're hypersensitive and therefore can allow, you can kind of like go into these emotions with more clarity a lot more easily. So it's important to honor the timing and, and not to force it for all the reasons I said. Number two, you need to have the willingness to really get to the core of it understand any imbalance in your life, these problematic scenarios that are triggering you emotionally, they offer, if anything, merely a clue to what's actually going on, what feeling is actually coming up. Oftentimes, fear, grief, worry, sadness, resentment, like these deeper feelings are usually at the core of whatever little annoyance or disturbance is going on in your life. And if you really want to like feel better, it's important to be like, okay, you know, what is it actually? What is the real cause? And the cool thing is if you really, once you have that willingness, that willingness to truly like do whatever it takes to release the emotion, to feel balanced, etc. Oftentimes I find there is guidance that comes for you. You, you sort of like start putting out the right signal and therefore you start to sort of manifest, you could say, helpful little guides or things that will assist you along the way. For example, yesterday I was getting ready to have a very challenging conversation with someone close to me and I was, I was finding it almost impossible to feel balanced, to feel neutral. And anyway, I was like wanting to, I really wanted to, for the sake of the conversation, to be able to go in with like a clear head and not have like my, my feelings distorting what I want to say. So it was the genuine intention. I want to do what it takes to have a good conversation. And I was just sitting there in my little meditation cushion and I'm reading this one book called The Silence of the Heart, I believe the name of the book is. And I'm like early on in the book. And anyway, I happened to open it up like midway through there, there must have been some kind of crease from, I don't know, a decade ago when I like read it the first time or something. And I just happened to open up to this like process, basically, a process of how to get to the origin of what you're actually feeling for the purpose of having a good communication. It was like, it was so spot on. I couldn't have thought of it better myself. But anyway, I, I, I went through this little exercise and was able to pinpoint the core of it. 
and sort of move through it. And then the conversation went very well. But anyway, it's important to really be willing, though, to, to go deep within yourself and to see what's really going on. Because a lot of times there's a reason why we are not welcoming these heavy emotions up to the surface because at some point they were there and we just decided, I don't want to feel this now. And it just sort of went away, but it didn't go away. It's here. But you have to be really willing to look at that. The third key is to have the willingness to feel. It's not only that you're peering into your shadow mentally with your mind to, to, to learn and figure out the content. Most importantly, the content has very little value. What really matters, what, what that energy is stored actually in your body as is emotion that has not been felt. So you need to have the willingness to see what it is. And then you have to also have the willingness to feel, which sounds kind of like difficult to really do realistically because it's one of those things where there might be part of you holding on, like holding back from feeling it um, on, a, on a deep subconscious level. So on one hand, you're like, yeah, let's feel it. Why is it not coming? If it's not coming, there, there is some kind of deeper internal contraction related with that feeling. And what I found is a good way to kind of figure out a, a sort of like a bypass, like, but to bypass that is again, just to kind of give yourself time and space to genuinely with open curiosity, wonder, what is it? What is, what is this? this? It's almost like you need your permission. You have control is what I'm trying to say. You have control. You, you can override your patterns basically with persistence. I did this just earlier that. I just sat there and I was like, what is it? And I just went into myself, what is it? What is it? What is it? And as I went into it like this, I started having these kind of memories of uh, the dreams I had last night. And, you know, they kind of come and they go. I remember what I dreamt about. It was my daughter was really young. She was like probably seven, eight years old. And that kind of came to mind. And then I just heard in my head sadness because I did. I woke up. I woke up like that morning kind of just sad because my daughter's older now. She's 14. And uh, what I realized in having this willingness to feel sadness, sadness is something that is, uh, I, have, I guess I haven't quite apparently ha had an aversion or have an aversion up until now, had an aversion to. And I see why my, my family, I think, really is made uncomfortable by sadness and loss and death and things like that. So for me, it's like it was natural to, like, to, to resist it, resist it. But it's, it's got to come up. It's been, it's been affecting me, again, in very like seemingly unrelated ways. But it's just this unprocessed emotion. But that curiosity, taking time out of my day to sit with myself, the willingness to feel whatever was there. I, once I heard sadness, I started to feel very sad. And I realized like, man, I never allowed myself to go through this like years ago when my daughter, when my daughter grew up. And I've been, I've been resisting the sadness. And anyway, I, I cried. I just sort of cried out there randomly, and it felt so good. It feels so good to cry when in this situation, when it, when it's an emotional wound, you know, it's a repressed emotion ripe for release. It's the crying, whatever it is for you, it might be something different. Yelling, even journaling, um, moving the energy. It feels like it's been long overdue, and there's this awesome lightness to it. But anyway, as I went forward, this is the point of the bit, one of the points, I realized there was still more left. I mean, have you felt that before where you, you maybe whether you do this little technique of mine or not, you're doing your own thing, 
and it's having success and you're, you're moving through stuff and there's this recognition of progress, but all of a sudden you're just like, oh, there's more and you feel kind of stuck. And I got to that point and I real, and I just sort of wondered, I was like, what, what is it now? What, what, there's more, I can feel it. What, what, what's a guy got to do to let it go? And that was exactly it. I had to let go. I had, in my case, I had to kind of say goodbye to that part of my life. And yeah, that kind of turned out to be the deepest root that of course, as you can see, I'm still kind of moving through is like, there is a refusal to accept that the past is gone. And that like denial or refusal or just lack of acceptance kind of kept that emo pocket of emotion, you could say, stuck. So it's, I share this also to shed light upon the fact that you can like do this. You know, so you may have seen on YouTube, I do these like energy updates sometimes on the eclipses, on the, on the new moons and stuff. And quite frankly, I don't know. I don't know the first thing at all about astrology. I just have correlated an openness to like self-development, you could say, in a, in a very accelerated way, seems to correlate with these like moons and eclipses especially. Um, but anyway, just I also put this out there so you know you could do this. You could, you could live your life this way where you take advantage of these timings where most people, I think, just become agitated, just become, they see the effects on the very most, surface most level of their life. And then it's almost like they get, they get sucked into the minutiae of the problems that are sort of like a surface level manifestation and, and they don't do any of the actual work. So even though the moons will pass and the, and the drama will always settle down for most people, it's like you didn't learn, you didn't get the, the, the opportunity there to heal has been lost. It's gone. You didn't really do anything with it. You just got to, you kind of got sucked up into the storm and the storm went away and, and now you're back. So what happened? We're unaware. But just so you know, next time you're in a storm, Next time your life is going, being affected by the winds of change and you're feeling it emotionally and it's playing out in your life, remember these things. What's the core? What does all of it represent? You have to ask yourself. You have to be willing to also feel the emotions associated with whatever that core thing is and it's not going to be a pleasant. Fear is oftentimes the very most root of most of our concerns. So there's a clue right there. Fear, what are you afraid of? Hmm. And then also regardless, there's, there's a time where you just have to kind of cut it off and say, okay, I'm moving on now. And you have to just let it all go. Um, anyway, there's no proof. There's no scientific, you know, backing to this. This is something I did t today, quite frankly, and I can see I've been doing in my own way you know, unofficially for, for 20 years or so. And regardless, I've been using these timings, these little milestones of like astrology, you could say, to essentially go through this, to allow myself to get out of control and use that as clue, a clue to peer within myself and correlate it to something unresolved that in that context, I can resolve oftentimes and, and heal and let go of and, and move on. And this allows a person to go through a very, very accelerated way of growing emotionally, growing up, maturing, becoming more conscious, becoming more aware, more self-aware, more aligned with your true self, with your true essence. And the more we go digging, the more we're willing to get our hands dirty, the more of ourself, the more treasure we discover within ourselves. And that's just more of the core of us. It's underneath all that. Find your own treasure. And with that said, I'll see you in the next one. Have an amazing day. Much love. Peace.